All right. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, everyone. This is a very special episode. Um, I had said even before we started recording, I was kind of nerding out a little bit because I myself am a big fan of human vibration and to uh, be able to reach out to her to have her come on the show is an absolute honor and pleasure. So uh, without further ado, how are you doing today? And thank you so very much for coming on. Thank you, Dave. I am so glad to be here and I'm doing excellent. Better, better awesome. than I deserve. <laughs> doing very well. Awesome. Awesome. Well, there's so many things that I want to get into. One of the things that I brought up before we started recording was I was going through your um your your Twitter feed just to sort of see where um your your head has been at lately, at least in, on the Twitter and social media side of things. And one of the things before getting, uh, I guess, dare I say, into the metaphysics is I noticed you were uh, tweeting about or quote tweeting um various uh, elements not to get overly specific but uh, for example um i know this may sound uh to those watching or listening a little bit woo but it's in my opinion it's really not um joe biden's face in the sense of how people are noticing things are constantly changing and to not necessarily focus on i guess you could say biden specifically but the grander picture and uh understanding of there being this very sophisticated um, underlying, we could say, mechanism that exists between Hollywood and the CIA with respects to uh, disguises, with respects to mm. um, just pure, dare I say, theater and optics, because that's what it seems to be these days. And I just wanted to to get your take on that. Are you noticing more of that sort of um, unveiling of that theater, if you will? Or is this something you've always seen and it's just you're happy that others are now finally catching up? You know, it's relatively new to me. I've been on to this concept, this notion of politics as theater. I'm glad you use that word because I, as I explore, I, I personally believe that's precisely what it is. And the people in the positions of power as, as we perceive them to be, I believe are essentially puppets, political puppets. And I don't mean that in a metaphorical sense. I don't mean, because we hear that political puppets, it means someone else, you know, everyone says, oh, maybe Obama's George Soros's puppet. And they mean that in a sense that this entity funnels money and gives power over our leaders and they act on, you know, like, like a metaphorical puppet. But I take it one step further. I, I truly believe that these are literal puppets these are these are characters that are that are puppeted by i i don't know who is actually in charge but i truly believe that all the leaders on the world stage uh currently we've got putin there's been many many different iterations of, of putin he seems his his physical appearance seems to change all the time we've got president joe biden uh who again looks very 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 different uh, day to day he there's he looks different it seems sometimes that there is a different animating spirit whether that is a, an actor playing the role they just swap them out or uh if we're seeing him through the screens which we we have to remember that we really only interact with these politicians through our screens 99.9 percent .9 of the public only perceives their politicians through uh, a screen and uh, remember a screen is um, a tool of division to screen it's like a fence you know a screen so remember that when you're look when you're taking in your truth through uh, a method of concealment aka a screen but we interact with our screens so uh, completely that we believe that it's it's true it's true life and um, what we are witnessing now with AI with this generative incredibly what we quote unquote advanced AI that seems to be a tsunami right now with the chat chat GPTs and what we're seeing with Midjourney and Dali and uh, these 3D live action 3D overlays, which we've kind of started to perceive with the Snapchat filters, you know, you turn your head this way, turn your head that way, used to be real clunky, but now 
it's, it's seamless. It's, it's seamless. And we can play with that. Um, and I, I have entertained the theory, and this is my working theory, that well, everything that we perceive to be as advanced technology, what I just described, all this new generative stuff, it's not new. It's simply right. new to us as the public. I, I don't really believe in deep history, as we've been taught and told. And I, I kind of think that a lot of things that we question, like, how'd they do that? The answer is not masterful ancestors. The answer is um, advanced technology. It, 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 that's always existed and only is being doled out to us, the public, in drips and drabs over time in this kind of very scripted, planned out process. I think it's not, it, I think there's no coincidence that we are experiencing the onslaught of generative AI technology today, because this is the only point in time when the public would have been capable of understanding that. We've been prepped and primed and prepped and primed and prepped and primed for this our whole lives. We've actually been seeing it our whole lives. We just didn't know that that's what it was. I believe a lot of Hollywood actually has incorporated these advanced, advanced technologies. So again, anytime I say advanced, I'm using it in air quotes. Right, um, right. It's not really advanced. It's, it's, it's existing. It's existing technology. It's simply new to us. Okay, back to the back to political puppetry. So on one side, and shout out to Rambo, my co-host on Realize Radio. This is really his area of expertise. This is the the let's put let's put it into two categories. And he's at Seek the Truth One Hundred One on Twitter. If you want to search out his stuff, because it is phenomenal. Rambo, yeah, so at Seek the Truth 101, but Rambo has focused on kind of the two silos of Hollywood magic. The silo number one is what we would understand as old Hollywood magic. And kind of everything goes under the Hollywood umbrella. Politics is Hollywood. Hollywood controls. What we understand is this movie making industry does not begin and end with what we see on the big screen at the movie theater or what we're streaming through. Our th this Hollywood is everything. Hollywood is right. war. Hollywood is politics. Hollywood is literally is reality as we know it. Um, so Hollywood has two mechanisms that we're kind of aware of. They've got the old Hollywood magic. And this is like your Mrs. Doubtfire. This is your this is your wig. This is your fake teeth. This is this is your silicon you know face suit that you put over your head and become a totally different person. And then the and then the applications that go on top of that to make it seem pretty seamless. The this is your Mission Impossible style mask reveal. You know, yeah, if anything you, taught us, of course. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. Right before you go on, I just wanted to ask you in correspondence to both what you're saying now and what you had just previously said about this technology being nothing, you know, grand in the sense of this is, you know, something um, many thousands of years old, so to speak, so much as it is something that is matured technology that has been very well uh, developed, say, four or five decades ago only, as we see, by the way, from patents. It doesn't take much to look and see yeah. that, okay, what we're seeing now publicly is being has been developed and patented in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and just now seems to be matured. Is that what you're speaking to, just to clarify? You know, that's a great point, and I'm glad you asked that point of clarification. In a way, I, in a way, I am talking about that. Right. We we do know now. We know as a public, it's it's yeah. understood and accepted that the that the the technology that we see today isn't isn't new in that sense. It's actually a, a few decades behind. Right. We're we're kind of comfortable with this few decades. Right. I am removing that's a truth. There is truth there. The truth hmm. is that we are separated from the technology that what we that what we are experiencing now has been already created. I'm taking away that timeline, that understanding of near recent. Gotcha. I think that advanced technology, you know, what we see in, you know, old photographs of 
like the original sometimes the original media where we see these new with these new um movies of like night of 1890s new york have you seen mm -hmm. any of those that you know yes. those are kind of those get shared on twitter those goes those get shared on you know you see uh them on even reputable national geographic weirdly will will do like a look back in time and they'll show you know look at what it was like in the in the early 1900s and they show these moving pictures um right right i it, I believe, and even in our history books, when you look at, um, you know, I remember when I was a child and I would look at the, what, what we understood as like a photograph of even like Abraham Lincoln. I remember thinking that looks remarkably unreal. It looks, right. these look like cartoons. These look like cartoons. I remember thinking about it as a kid. Right. Um, and I, I think they are. I think they are cartoons. But we wouldn't, we'd go, well, how would they make that? How would they make that cartoon in the, right. you know, how would they make that AI image in the 1900s? Right. I don't really believe in time. I don't really believe in, um, I said, I said earlier, I don't believe in deep history. I, yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm flying my freak flag. I, I don't believe in, um, in the story of history as we know it. I don't. Oh, can I just say very quickly, there's sure. a lot of strong substantiating um, evidence, not just uh, more than just circumstantial or anecdotal to support what you're saying there, by the way. I mean, you look, for example, very quickly uh, on my on my end of things, we focus on uh, a lot of science things. And we notice, for example, even airships pre-World War II were yeah. very prominent and then all of a sudden just disappeared. So to the point of what you're yeah. saying, I it's I couldn't agree more with you. And you know, it kind of, are you familiar with Westworld? Did you ever watch? Oh, Westworld? I can't believe you said that because my <laughs> is my, it on the list? My okay. members, as they hear this, they're gonna laugh. I know it because I've been I've watched all of it. Yes, quite mm. extensively. Yeah. Yep. Okay, so you'd be familiar with this kind of reference. So, what I understand is technology being introduced into our world. So Westworld exists. The park of Westworld. It's it's set in what we would understand as like the Wild West, the eighteen hundreds. You know, pre pre electricity, this this really um, rudimentary American experience. Okay, on the outside of that, on the outside of Westworld, we also understand that it's way in the future, like it's being what, what is on the outside of this experience, right is not in the is 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 separated it completely by everything. It's a completely different existence. So way advanced in a way that the people in the West world couldn't literally never, never, ever, ever fathom. They can't even, they couldn't even, they just couldn't even fathom the right. advancedness on the outside. Okay. So let's say the rulers of Westworld, they introduce, they, they put it, they introduce the camera. They introduce an old timey camera into Westworld. Well, right. for the people in Westworld, us theoretically we're in this Westworld in, in this uh, example of us the, the humanity as we know it being kind of in a, a west world type realm. maybe more maybe more literal than we think by the way perhaps like, yeah. perhaps yeah. Westworld was a documentary and not a, right. a scripted right. show but that introduction of technology is is advanced for the time in space that you're in but actually highly comically rudimentary compared to what actually exists on the outside, mm. on the outside of this realm. What I'm suggesting is what exists, what is operating this realm is so far advanced right. in a way that we simply can't comprehend that this chat GPT stuff, this mid journey, 3D, you know, such impressive realistics down to the, the, the tiniest little pores on the human skin, mm. just, just ex extraordinary lifelike effects being rendered through our screens. I'm suggesting that that is as rudimentary as like handing an old film camera into Westworld or something. It's right. it's jokably rudimentary technology, what we think is advanced.
right. just, just so comically, just so calm. And so I, I, I have no uh, proof of this, you know, I have, I have no, and I, you know, and when we pull out our, you know, this is pretty cool. My cell phone in my pocket, but right. you know, I also think that everything that we believe to be again, advanced technology is some sort of strange, um, just tool of deception to take away our actual power as human beings. Right. I think that the cellular based, you know, in ultra connectivity that our phones operate off of, which right. in the in the middle of the phone is essentially a silicon chip computer, a silica salt based something with a with a a, a a crystalline something, and that makes all the communication immediately and brings everything there right here. We have that inside of us. If you know, I, I've never dug it. I, I'm I'm not allowed to. I can't do this yet. But you know, I've never I never opened a cadaver and really saw seen what was in there. But I've been told that there's some sort of gland in the middle of our brains that is a crystalline receiver called. Oh, that is crystalline structure and has like an optical lens that represent. Yes, yes, yes. No, I can yes. I can back that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the pineal gland. Yeah. Um, it, essentially, it would be our receiver. I do believe. I, I do believe that we are being tricked by everything in this world into giving up an innate uh, con uh, connectivity with each other, like a like a like a dialed inness um, that we just lose because we. I mean, okay, here's just a very light example. Back in the day, and some of your younger listeners will not resonate with this, but back in the day, I could remember telephone numbers. I had so many in my head. I had so many telephone numbers. I knew all the phone numbers for all the cute boys in school and me and my friends. We would just dial them up on the weekends, prank call the boy, you know, but I just knew right. them in my head. We all did. We all, right. we all knew all, I knew all my friends' phone numbers. I knew all, I knew every emergency phone number I needed to know. Right. Phone numbers just lived and existed inside my head. No problem. Right. Well, I can't remember a phone number to save my life now. I simply can no longer do it. I, 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 I only know one. That's my mom's phone number. That's really all gun to my head, gun to my head. That's the only emergency contact phone number. Well, okay. I think it's two. I know two, but <laughs> you know, uh, it's like, I used to, I, we have given that just, you know, just, it's not even a, an important ability perhaps, but we've given that ability completely over to our devices and right. Because of that, we simply no longer do that action. Some may argue, well, now our brain's freed up to do other things. Okay, sure. But it also shows that once we give it up, once we once we give that power to an outside source, we lose it. We we lose and, and it takes maybe perhaps a lot to gain it back. And so if if at all, if we're able to at all. And so I think that we're born with some pretty cool powers. Um Right. That might sound woo-woo. Pretty cool powers. Oh, no, no. Um, pretty, you know, a, a connectivity. Uh, you know, kids have, you know, a connection to a world that adults simply cannot see. The invisible friends, nature, they're just a mat, the pure, absolute magic of childhood, I think, is because we're still pretty dialed in and connected in to uh, a, a, a real source, a real power base that exists within us. And then I think programming everything, literally everything, the letters, numbers, colors, um, reading, writing, arithmetic. I think all of all of these things that we have to learn to be a focused human, you know, in this world and a successful human, all of those things actually like override, 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 right. override, reprogram, 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 reprogram our base operating language that we're born with, we're packaged with. Um, when we come out, our, our base OS essentially, like any 
any you know computer-based system and i argue that humans are computers we are computational devices we're bioorganic we're not you know like, sort of like an organic, do, orga an organic laptop so to speak yeah and we yeah. do it like all the wiring in our you know our skin is our casing our our cpu uh our, our right. random access memory um our our whole electrical system with inside of us is wiring you know our central nervous system is just a bunch of wires hanging through our body it's pretty crazy and kooky right. if you actually look at it you right. know alone um okay well that you know so anyway i do believe I believe I believe we're very powerful. We're very special. I I think we're being lied to. Uh, okay, but back to the politicians. I've gone far afield. Oh no! Don't worry. Don't I, don't worry. This is, this, is, this is awesome. Don't worry. <laughs> I, do, I do do this. Um, I believe we're being lied to about everything, and I also believe politics is is just one of many elements of a lie. But it's a big. It's a big. It's a big element. And I think that I don't. I don't vote. I don't participate in voting because I personally feel that it's not about one choice or the other it's not about putting your support for or against this guy or that guy and i'm talking about politics on the federal level i believe in local politics right. i believe change can be happy i believe we really should be focusing on on where on the here and now in our own world and our own lives instead of worrying so much about these things just that don't curious, from a political perspective do you think that it's perhaps a handful or would you be open to the possibility that it is a handful of individuals that are loosely scattered across the political spectrum or landscape that are creating this these um these issues that seem to be artificially manufactured in, in yeah. a sort of you know problem reaction solution type way more yeah, than, and it flows more from the, than top. the system itself because there are people that have argued if you if, you know for, from an american constitutional perspective there's genuinely nothing wrong presuming it's all followed in principle and to the to the you know exactly as it was done and et cetera, et cetera. but then all yeah. it takes is one or two bad apples to slowly give them enough time and they can shape a system to then appear to be what what i just said but in reality behind the scenes not be yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned the Constitution and understanding that that's been presented as like this infallible thing. And if we could just really get back to the constitutional right, uh, right. Fun fundamentals. However, of course, human vibration is going to have some sort of alternate way of looking at it. You know, one of the things, you know, our, our constitutional rights, let's just pick apart that first one, our right to free speech. We fight for this so deeply, but free speech includes lies. We're literally yeah. signing up for the right. right to be lied, the, the, the right to be lied to. Well, if I the could right to be lied to. it was if uh, to, to add to that point, I believe it was um, I could be wrong here, but but I believe that there was something put down uh, by the founding fathers, which was that uh, I'm paraphrasing here, but any um, gathering of business individuals is by definition a conspiracy against the consumer. Because yeah, by definition, which, you're essentially it's like, how, how does capitalism survive right. with that? It's so contradictory. You know, number two, being the right to bear arms. And I'm not going to go through all of them, but I just like to think about these things that are so beholden to us that we we lose our minds over and fighting on one side or the other. But the right to bear arms. You know, I I I uh, I understand the argument of wanting to be able to protect yourself against. Um, a, a gov an unruly government or mm. uh, 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 to protect yourself against an outside invader. Right. Uh, however, that just right there, the right to bear, we as humans, I think if we were living in a, if we were living life differently, and I mean radically differently, mm. radically differently, right. we wouldn't need that type of protection right. for ourselves right. or against a government. We wouldn't have an oppressive government. We wouldn't have a a uh, an, an animosity of of fellow man i think that that it's it's just a trick 
to make us think that yeah we do need to protect ourselves against the government because that's just the way it is we you know it's like it's like accepting the right to bear arms is accepting that the government is bad and the people are bad and it's just like we're missing a bigger point this is not the way to live Right. Do you think that bigger point stems to something much more uh, intuitive, spiritual, metaphysical that is lacking in our maturity uh, compared to anything (sighs) material? Yeah, I think this whole realm, this whole everything we understand is modern life, this whole this everything, all the institutions, all the systems, Mm. everything is artifice, Right. is is, is a version of of living. It's a version of how to do human life. Right. It's a version. And we're, and we're convinced that it's the only way we're mm. convinced that it's the only way I believe it's all again, back to the Westworld park, Westworld, right. all of this has been developed for us. All of our systems are, are designed specifically so precisely for, for, for all the overarching rationality and reason I'm not exactly mm-hmm. sure of, but I two things. I believe everything is designed to extract our energy, right. to extract to, and to keep us uh, kind of cr- just turned 180 in the wrong direction. Sort Have of us like in, in, in this world, like a very advanced loop. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, a very advanced loop. And we are, on, we, we do live on loop loop modes, you know, to be a successful right. human being is to kind of have a very structured, you know, day-to-day routine, uh, work, the, you know, the, the corporate, it, less so now I'd say post COVID because I think COVID broke. I, I think it was an opportunity to, to, to kind of wake a lot of people up um, into questioning these loop systems that they've lived in and to question the way that they've done life and to maybe make some changes that feel more intuitive to them. But in general, we're just, you know, we take the same route to work every day. We do the same thing Monday through Friday. We do the same thing on the weekends. Every Monday kind of feels the same. Uh, all the conversations you have in work are essentially the same you know everything all the tasks are essentially the same we kind of live uh in our own little loops that we create and i think that essentially just kind of lulls us you know the days start the days just pass by they're they're so quickly um time does seem to be speeding up in a way and i think the kind of monotony and loop nature of life that gets unquestioned helps keep us kind of trapped in that without realizing and i don't i'm not sure i think many philosophers have said ultimately this but the surest way to keep a prisoner imprisoned is to trick him into believing he is not right to 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 not let him in on the truth that he's actually and and i'd love to 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 that point i'd love to pick your brain on the idea or concept and i'm perhaps i'm certainly oversimplifying it here but this idea of whether it's the recent for example uh situation with the titan or the titanic that kind of stuff or or whether it's you know uh, past events that were i don't want to dismiss them in the sense of uh importance but at the same time if i'm also being honest and real with myself uh, this happens to the average person every day. So why the focus on certain individuals over others? It makes me think of the idea of if we think of that Westworld loop, very advanced loop system, the idea that if there was something looking to be um, inserted into that loop in which, but at the time of insertion, the ones doing the insertion of certain variables changing do not want the players of the loop to notice such and so a a, a distraction is then created in the same way that for example if you want if you have fish in a fishbowl you you pour some pellets or food on one side of the fish tank so then all the fish swim there while you then do some cleaning on the other does that 
speak to you in any way? Or- yes, that's a great analogy. Excellent <laughs> analogy with the fish tank. You're right. Just create the diversion, then do what you need to do. No one's the wiser. And I, I think a lot of these stories, uh, the Titan is something that is so top of mind. We just recently experienced that as a global public. It was one of those stories that um, you couldn't hide from. You know, right. it was one of those things, unless you were literally living under a rock without internet, you know, right. you could not hide from that story. You were aware of many weird points of the story, um, whether you wanted to be or not. And some people really wanted to be, and they got into the, the deep, deep minutia of that story, enthralled, absolutely transfixed. Uh, it was fascinating. And I think that there are certain stories that are introduced into our narrative because they are proven to pull our energy. There's mm-hmm. a reason that the billionaires were part of the Titan story narrative because right. we are guaranteed to care about rich people, rich people over poor people. There was a, there was, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of, a lot of news organizations after the Titan kind of petered out. A lot of news organizations reported like, Hey guys, there was this migrant boat where like 50 people died, you mm. know, same yeah. time, like, or maybe even more, maybe even more. I think it was one of the, I think it was a coast of Egypt, these migrants, you know, a harrowing journey, the whole thing sank way more than these five billionaires, way more lives were lost in, right. in totality. If you, uh, and I think that that just shows certain, there are hooks. There are certain really powerful hooks that get us. And we need to start being aware of these hooks. Like the rich, the, the stories about the rich people, we go mad over. We just love, we just love, 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 love these stories. And we are, it's proven that if it involves these, you know, one billionaire, well, we're hooked. Five billionaires, we're definitely going to care about this. And for some weird reason, humans seem to gravitate towards particular stories. Uh, little dead girls, little dead girls are uh, from yeah. white families. Mm. From white families, your John Benet Ramsey's, your Madeline McCann's. These girls, yep. proven, yep. proven, 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 proven. Even to uh, sorry, G- G- Gabby Petito. Gabby Petito, yep. Yep. pretty little white girl. Uh, Kaylee Anthony, that Casey Kaylee Anthony story that kind mm. of we all. I don't know if you remember that. That's but yep. again, all these stories are actually coming back in the news again. Jamie Ramsey back in the news now. That's a twenty-six plus year case. Madeline yeah. McCann back in the news now. That's. That was for 2007. Uh, mm-hmm. Who's um, uh, Kaylee Casey Anthony's back in the news? That was that's almost a decade old. Uh, the Gabby Petito, she keeps coming. Just when you think that we don't, everything's been known about that. We don't care about that anymore. Story's over. All all characters have left. You know the stage. It keeps coming back. You know, there and that again to your earlier point about the loop mode, the loop mode. Right. So it's cyclical. It it sees it's it, they 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 circle. They 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 circle. There's no resolution. Again, all of these stories that I just mentioned, unsolved, Can essentially I, it, unsolved. Right. And it, to 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 everything you said there, which I think was fantastic. What um what baffles me immensely is the ability for the system itself, whether via the media or otherwise, to and the way you the way you describe the the latching of the hooks into the ideology or the mass subconscious or consciousness of people is a great way a great um, description in my opinion because it baffles me with regards to 
the whether the billionaires or otherwise, these are all labels that are materially attached to something that is not inherently real. And so it baffles me that there are certain um, areas of focus that, like you said, everyone is all about, you know, movie stars or billionaires go missing. All of a sudden, it's like, oh, my gosh, what's what's going on? But all of a, you know, an average person, exact same thing happens or similar scenario. And it's like, it's nothing. So this yeah. it's really baffled me, this underlying ability to use the hooks of people or the vulnerabilities rather to hook in and why they focus on certain individuals more than others or why our subconscious gives that 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 hook more than others that's what's baffled me recently because when in my opinion please tell me if you disagree or not when it comes to the core of things I really in my humble view it's not it's not a physical scenario we're looking at it's very yeah is yeah yeah what what do you what do you what do you think in that sense? Do you think it's um dare I say it tethers back to a uh, manipulation of light, sort of not a uh, non-physical reality that then manifests as physical? That's a great. First of all, I love how you said the like the why that person. Right. Why, right. This is what the George Floyd saga was mm. so baffling to me because it's not that police brutality doesn't happen. It's not that sad things tragic things don't happen it was just like why this guy right what this isn't I'm, the, the, we of all the right. stories why why this one we've heard right. of we've heard of tragic stories of victims unnecessarily lifeless at the hands of a, an overly brutal police presence police force Right. Police man, whatever. Right. You know, we've this is this is this is the first. It's not not the last. Right. Why right. him? Why him? Mm-hmm. And I do think that they at certain points during you know I don't get much into the cycles of the stars, but the planetary right. lines. But I do think that there are certain times of the year where mm-hmm. events are interjected into narratives are interjected into the the the, the shared collective because of perhaps it's an energy harvesting, perhaps it's a ritual of some sort to a, to an entity and a power that I am certainly not aware of and may never will be, but I, I can still appreciate that it seems like at certain times of the year, things are happening. You know, the, I'm obsessed with the case of John Benet Ramsey. That one happened on Christmas night. Well, if, you know, if, I can, if I can say very quickly to yourself and to your, to your audience as well, perhaps um, there's this, there was this one gentleman uh, that developed a model, I believe in the 1920s called Gans law of vibration. I don't know if you've heard of it or not. He was uh, an, ast- I believe I, I could be wrong on this one, an astronomer or astrologer that utilized the al- planetary alignments to make stock market predictions. He wow. was doing so well. He was shut down by the, I believe the SEC, I think it was. And mm-hmm. uh, essentially because he was making predictions with respects to various planetary alignments in terms of human behavior. And he was essentially never wrong. He now in fairness, he made some adjustments to his predictions, but overall he was, uh, I think the profit he was making on a month by month basis was insane. And it speaks to this idea of being able to manipulate that uh, for better or worse, manipulate that overall archetype of things. Yeah. And, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm loosely interested in what goes on in like the blockchain technology and the crypto market and all that stuff. Right, and I've right. seen many comparisons, not that I've personally gone in and checked and I don't have a stake in the game. So I'm not seeing it in my own portfolio or something, but right. I have heard how, how perfectly it's tied to moon phases, how perfectly wow. the crypto market is just tied to the phases of the moon wow. and all the, all the big precipice drops have been at very specific moon, like moon cycles. Um, that, 
That is interesting to me. You know, that that is interesting to me. And I do believe what you said about the manipulated. I do believe that the ma manipulation is happening from the outside of the realm, not not from the. I think there's some. I think you know this kind of goes to a bigger question: What is this place? I talk a lot about scripted reality. You know, things seemed it's so perfect. The timing, and I love people that explore numerology because they show you know, oh, this happened 33 months and 33 days and 33 this and 33 years after this. And I, I'm 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 not I'm not making light of it. I do it blows my mind. I just don't do it. Numbers aren't my thing. I. I just don't know numbers. I mean, if I see a 33 in a headline, I'm like, oh boy. Right. <laughs> or like, you know, like a 9-11, you know, like, I'm like, oh boy. Right. <laughs> okay. Right. But I don't personally, I don't personally do it, but I do believe what I, my takeaway from other people's beautiful explorations of these, you know, gematria, dramatria, um, the, 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 the numerology, the dates between, I think it is alluding and revealing to a higher scripted nature every a pre-design and perhaps it's pre-designed in a way that we're able to make that happen as as us on the ground like the design like the, the pattern is set and then we continue that pattern because we've been again patterned and programmed in order to to, to um you know to, to uh, rambo again my co-host he always says reflect the project as in like we as, a, as humans on this on this realm we're reflecting what's been projected onto us we're almost like a movie projector screen, you know, like this white canvas or this, this blank canvas, rather, this blank canvas to project light onto and and then we will then project it back. And I think that everything we learn in school, everything we absorb through our family units, everything we, you know, we take in through this realm, I think it's ultimately a false projection. I think it's false everything, even the language we speak. Would you say those advanced loops we spoke of are embedded in that? They, I think they'd have to be. I think that the, I think that I think the 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 circular nature. It's um, it's like a, a cosmic carousel that it's just so perfect. And even you know when we think about the stars and the celestial stars, the idea that we are on a spinning ball hurtling through space at what thirty three thousand miles per hour. Our our ball is rotating. Um, and 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 as our ball rotates, it's also projecting goes through space so fast. It's moving so fast, and everything around it is also doing its own incredible rotation all around us. Everything is moving. Everything is moving so fast. And yeah, I go outside and I just look up, and it's like so still and so calm. It's just how is that happen? I don't believe I don't truly believe that it's happening. But if you do time lapse, you know, you'll see that the stars do rotate in this beautiful dance around us. There's a design, there's a there's a mechanism, mm -hmm. there's a mechanism powering. I don't person personally, I don't really believe in outer space as we've been taught and told. I don't think that we're on a spinning ball hurtling through. Uh, I, 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 I agree with you. Personally. <laughs> I just yeah. don't believe I just don't believe it. You know, right. I, I, don't, right. I pers personally, I just simply do not believe it. I don't believe in outer space as we've been taught and told. Um, I don't know what's out there. If anything, I don't know. But mm -hmm. um, I don't think it's that. I don't right. think it's I just don't. It's, right. Pardon me. No, <laughs> don't think no, that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it, it, it does that, that 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 all that is not to say that I'm discounting the celestial bodies that we I think there's something really important in the stars. Right. I don't know what they are. But I think that there's something really important in the in the in the in the in the awe-inducing magnitude of a starry sky, and the the 
perceived stillness of it, but also the obvious movement of it. If you just do time, you know, take things in on a time lapse, whatever you really can see that there's this, you know, beauty in the moon, you know, just by basic observation, you can see the moon's in a different space throughout the year. And the sun's kind of, you know, it's all kind of, again, rotating almost like this beautiful carousel around us. Um, almost kind of like a planetarium, but you know, with the nice do dome on the top, like our sky actually reminds me of the planetarium. And just this is an, an aside, but I think that we all should be aware that, you know, we are the point zero of our observable reality. The right. sky is always perfectly centered above me. Right. It's also perfectly centered above you right. at every moment. Mm -hmm. At every moment. Look yes. up, you're in the perfect zenith point, the absolute perfect center point of the sky. You and right. you alone. Which speaks the, to more being the core of your own reality, right, right? Right, and we all kind of have a different, you know, we're it's a shared. I think that there is a shared reality, but um, a shared a, a shared reality here in a sense that you know I'm I'm here and we're, we're having this moment, we're having this conversation. Well, if I we're could in see this very, together, yeah, very quickly, ahead. this this idea of you and I both agreeing, for example, you're wearing headphones. This idea of perhaps there being a a, a, a non visible energetic tether back to dare I say some type of server in which we share that experience in real. It, I I I I agree with you very strongly. Even the idea of what you said about having some type of a mirror reflection and the idea of the stars moving in a certain way, but it seems as though there's a. It certainly seems as though there's a mechanism behind it. So it's almost yeah. like if the same way you look at we look at ourselves in a mirror, for example, we know that the reflection corresponds to what we do, but that is ultimately not us, even though it has to show us exactly what's being right. reflected. Right. Correct. And mirrors actually require a conscious observer to even operate. Right. A mirror is a visual projection plane. It actually operates as a visual projection plane. Won't go into it too deeply, but um, you know, you know that thing that went viral recently about someone holding an egg behind a piece of paper. And it's like, how does the mirror know what the object is behind the paper? And it was kind of, it's it was kind of half melting people's minds, half People were like, go back to school, you idiot. You know, it's the, they had all these rationales and, and reasons, but right. I looked at it from, again, from, a, I saw two, two sides, two warring sides to this visual phenomenon. Everyone trying to explain how it was done, but I saw something a little bit different. And I, I, it, I've always been fascinated by mirrors and how they operate and I've never really trusted them. You know, I've never really trusted the mirror, but um, what is interesting about a mirror is that it truly does require a conscious observer to even operate as a mirror. Mm. It kind of goes back to the tree falling in the woods. If a tree, again, this is like this, you have to kind of lay down applied physics. You have to lay it right. down. You mm -hmm. have to lay down all the, all the governors in your mind on how things work. You right. have to lay them down for a minute. And you know, it, we, the old idiom, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? Some people go, yes, of course it makes a sound silly. And people go, no, it doesn't make sense. I side three, you know, a, uh, that's the third side. I like to say, you know, if a tree falls in a forest and literally no one, like there's no conscious observer around, there's no conscious observer in around. Mm -hmm. Is there a tree at all in that moment? Is there a tree to fall at all? Right. Can some can things exist outside of conscious observation? And right. that sounds like a ridiculous question. No, it, it well, sounds you're, you're like a ridiculous that You're describing the dual, the, the double slit experiment as well, by the way. Right. So it's the it's like even with Schrodinger's cat. Is it to in my yes. opinion, it's of my view that it, it this speaks to the idea of uh, quantum superpositioning, where it's yeah. both there but also isn't. So the potential for it to for it to be there is there, but not unless you 
directly have observed it because you by definition are your observation de defines the boundaries and parameters of what you're looking at yeah. without you there's nothing to observe really right observation yeah. the you i love that you brought it back to schrodinger's cat and the double slit experiment because the double slit experiment proves that observation uh alters right well, so the, so uh, the double slit you know, it's light particles are acting one way when they're uh, not observed and they're mm -hmm. acting another way when they are observed, right. which I always thought it was interesting. How do they, how do you, how do you record anything without it being observed? You know, like how right. do they even get that first one? How do they even measure that first non-observed? How do they, how right. do they, what? My brain's like broke. <laughs> um, but, but that experiment we are told, taught and told it does. So observation, alters reality quote unquote. right okay so the schrodinger's cat more suggests that um because it's like is there is there a cat inside the box you know the ultimate question but so schrodinger's cat uh it questions you know observation enables reality it's not about mm -hmm. altering it it's more about enabling it and uh, bringing a nothingness into existence is a uh, uh, pure observation does that does that use quantum a quantum leap of nothing right. into something through the just, just the absolute mag magnificence of observation and I, i'm not suggesting that uh, humans are the only ones that can observe consciously right you know um i think animals obviously can i wonder if you know everything in this realm is some sort of observer well i wonder if animals are more in tune with the things that we are lacking in terms of spiritual spiritual maturity et cetera. Et cetera. yeah even trees, you know, there's there's all these arguments about how trees are these super, super communicators, their root systems can communicate miles and miles and miles away and trees have like a mother tree, like a big forest will have a mother tree who kind of mm. sends out a central node, uh, much like a Wi Fi router, you know, there's a central node system that 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 projects the information outward to these smaller nodes, which then satellite nodes, which then project it all outwards, but there's like a right. like a mother tree. And, you know, so that's observation, you know, the, the tree, it may not have eyeballs, uh, and observe like we do but there's some sort of consciousness observation there's some sort of measurement there's some sort of uh there's something there's some sort of communication going on and that requires an intelligence and so i do think that there's a lot of things in this realm that are observers and i think that that uh it's it's, it's interesting it's interesting to 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 but again if, that, if all of the observers were removed if you know let's talk about a map you know if the, if the meteor comes down from this space that i don't believe in but you know <laughs> just like if the if it comes down tomorrow and we're all eradicated wipe out, or the nuclear which i don't believe in nuclear technology if, if if they if the if all the warnings of the lifelong warnings actually hit and we're nuked tomorrow by putin's pushing his little button you know and we all go away and all the all the life you know the whole argument is if a nuclear annihilation like everything's wiped you know all living right. creatures Right, plants right. animals everything except the cockroaches perhaps or deep underground whatever um everything is wiped out does this whole place go away like does right. like a bloop you know and i don't mean go away as in there's nothing here all the humans are gone i mean cease to exist because there's no there's no observer yes. to observe right no no off. no frame of reference no pillar to compare it to right it's, it's an interesting i mean these are all thought experiments these truly are thought experiments i i i want uh sometimes i come off as uh you know um like i like i'm so firm in, in all this no no I but never... if i'm you know if i'm proven wrong uh tomorrow i'll be the first to go well 
at least we played the game, you know, at least right. we, at least we really threw it again, threw what we, our beliefs against the wall. And then it, you know, and it's, that's, that's, a, that's important to do is, is don't just, don't just blindly believe, but question your, question your things. But, you know, I, I also, I, I, I don't know any, I don't know what happens on the, I don't know what's out there. I don't know what happens on the other side, but I do have a, a, um, a really strong inclination that I've really never been able to shake. I've, I'm only now becoming able to verbalize it because I don't really think we have a vocabulary for this type of exploration, but mm. I've always had this feeling that this world isn't quite right. Right. That, that the thing the you know the things we're learning aren't quite right mm. the things we do and say and and how we act and move through the world it's just not quite right Sorry, when you say when you say not quite right in terms of say for example with schooling would you subscribe to the idea of being given half truths or more so just blatant lies or a mix of both i think that they're needle in a haystack style i mm -hmm. think that we're given all lies Right. Just a whole pile of lies. Just, right. Just, right. Just a whole pile of lies. But within those lies are some symbols and some coded messages waiting for us to, to right. parse to through, parse through out. all the nonsense and see right. this kind of kernel of truth within. Um, and I think that the, I think what's being through through history, through these big massive events, you know, that that swallow our uh, consciousness. There's lots of coded messages in i think these are i think these these stories are delivery systems throughout time the titanic mm -hmm. i think that there i don't believe that there's a titanic ship at the bottom of the sea i, you I know don't. it's interesting you bring that up because i've been I, I i saw some of that online and then i i saw some of the theories behind that and i said my gosh if you look at some of the pictures and all the, the there's it's like oh my god and this goes right back to the whole thing about the theater but sorry yeah yeah, agreed. This, uh, the, back to back to theater. There's all right. this kind of theatrics. Um, I don't believe there's a. I don't believe there's a Titanic down there. But I do mm -hmm. believe that there is something important about this story of a great right. ship and all the characters involved in the story then and now. Right. I think that there are messages being project being being an archetypal like Morse code. yeah sorry, like an a, archetypal a ener mm -hmm. energy that is corresponding to say that particular geography of this whatever we're in yeah right yeah and and even you know even the fact that the titanic lies just at the realm of, of a depth that lies at depth uh just at the what's called the abyssal zone mm. the abyss it's literally at the edge of the abyss and i think that's a metaphor Right. And I think right. when we all went down there to the tight to the Titan, as we were waiting on bated breath for these 96 hours of oxygen to, you know, we were counting down one hour left, you know, okay. and it's like, uh, I think that we too were down staring into the abyss. We were literally at the precipice down staring into the abyss when we let our energy go into the story and i think it's a meta it's a it's a it's a it's a meta it's a it's a it's a grand metaphor um for what even, we may you know, be exi existing within because i was just perhaps, gonna ask right perhaps right perhaps yeah um, you know they do tell this goes back to the truman show one of my favorite movies mm -hmm. my favorite movie i mean okay not one of my favorite movies it is my favorite movie right it's my favorite movie i'll say that um you know, a big part of the narrative of Truman and his life trapped in this realm that he didn't realize he was inside of, but there was a, a grander, uh, more advanced, again, this is kind of a Westworld of it all, um, on the outside of this realm, there was something more grand and something quote unquote more real uh, than what was he was trapped in on the inside without knowing, but 
the fear of water was a huge part of his narrative. It mm. kept him from exploring. It kept him from from testing right. the boundaries of his his prison cell, essentially. Right. And uh, I do think, you know, in the 70s, we, I, it was before my time, but it, there was Jaws, you know, there was the idea, yeah. people really weren't scared of sharks before the movie Jaws. Right, right. That's such a great example of the idea of seeding or planting certain ideologies in people's minds, the same way that when they talk about uh, uh, nuclear this, nuclear that, that same idea. Yeah, Hollywood's been scaring us about nuclear technology for decades. For since since the since the dawn of uh, of Hollywood silver screen, we've we've been having you know um, like well, I guess Doctor Strangelove is set to look like old time, but it's not necessarily right. old time. It's kind of set back in the time. But like that that the idea, all these all these movies about nuclear annihilation, that little thread has been in so many narratives throughout time we have been scared to death over a big nuclear bomb and i guess it, you know what was it in the 40s that the that the bomb that they were doing bomb testing in hiroshima and i believe um, so yeah uh, I might have, but so it's been but it's been a while we're you know we're 80 right. 80 years past and we're still we've still never experienced total nuclear annihilation and right. you know we've been told we had like chernobyl but if you actually look into it it's thriving Chernobyl, mm. Chernobyl, Chernobyl was just a zone. It's, it's said to be one of the worst nuclear disasters ever. Chernobyl. It was a right. meltdown of a nuclear reactor in um, right, right, kind of in Ukraine, like Ukraine, right. Russia, right, very close to where the skirmish is happening now. This theater, again, that theater. Right. But if you really do your research, there were people that remained in the zone. They they never left, and they were fine. Mm. Plants, animals, wildlife never left. We're fine. Well, Driving even. Sorry, you know? have, you heard of, have you heard of Galen Windsor by chance? I he haven't. Talked, Is he a researcher? Uh, a gentleman, I believe he's, I, I don't know for certain if he's since passed away, but he was someone that was going and making speeches about exactly what you were talking about, what you just said about. He would go and eat like uh, blocks of uranium to show that there's this over, um, over uh, dramatic, uh, we could say, presence that is instilled amongst the masses from yeah. a select individuals few individuals uh, ideological presence that all this stuff is uh, dangerous etc cetera, etc cetera, when really yeah. it was more just to show that he was trying to prove a point where you slap a radioactive symbol on anything and people just run away right away it, right yeah, yeah. It, it we can um if we are just taught to fear something regardless of the threat being mm. actual right regardless of the th just like just like Corona, just like AIDS. Mm. I don't, I personally don't believe right. in uh, um, viral. I don't believe in viruses. I, I believe that the, we don't really understand how this human body system works. And a lot of things can deplatform what we understand as our, as right. our immune I, system. I agree with you on that. And, yeah. I re and the, yeah. fa the fact that Fauci was the AIDS guy and the COVID guy. Oh boy. Okay. Don't let, when I get started, but sure, you know, sure. I, 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 um, oh, I'm sorry. I lost my, lost my, what was I? Uh, we were talking about the, 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 you were saying about viruses, your belief that it's not necessarily, it, it's right. Oh, we're taught to fear. We're just taught right. to fear. And we, uh, um, thank you for putting me back on track. Um, we, you know, in, in COVID, all you had to see just to create the, the, the visualization of fear. I mean, just seeing people in masks, whether or not we need to wear them is completely irrelevant. Whether or not right. the threat on the outside was real or not completely mm. irrelevant. Yeah, the truth yeah. is when you start seeing everyone wearing masks there's a little especially in the early days especially in the early days there was just an immediate reinforcement that the threat was real yeah the you know clear and present danger 
is what it introduced. Well, to, if I could know. say, it's theater. theater. It's wearing a mask. Masks are the, theatrical elements. Right. It, it, to to the your point, the idea of, um, or the notion of ideas actually being more of the source of fear and perhaps even things like cancer and other things it, that speaks to a metaphysical hook or latch than actual yeah. physical. Yeah. 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 And I think that there's certain, you know, this kind of goes back to something I kind of talked about at the beginning, like our energy being the most important element. And right. I do think that our emotional states, uh, this goes back to our circular system. Like we are just being fought. Like we're just like these, we're like our little pistons inside are just firing out mm. all of these, all of these neurons and these, 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 these energies, these religious, like they're firing, you know, pew, 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 when right. we're, you know, under stress, under anxiety, um, just these deeply, deeply, you know, sadness, uh, the fear, the, 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 un, uh, not knowing what comes next, the uncertainty, all of mm, these elements yeah. together, which is like, kind of like the COVID starter pack, fear, uncertainty, anxiety, <laughs> stress, you know, like that's exactly what we were introduced <laughs> with right at the, then, you know, I think all of these things actually, they do something within our body system. W one thing they do is they kind of take away our logic, but they kind of scramble our logic where we can't think clearly when we are. In, in a state of fear right we, we don't think we we are just not as logical or, or as clear-headed chaotic entropy basically yes yeah. yes exactly exactly right. so it does it does that it kind of keeps us from really being able to think clearly eh? <laughs> you know when you're going <laughs> right. to do a mass uh, deception project you kind of want people to be a little uh, not thinking clearly so it's perfect for that and also, you know, all these, these energies, they, we can feel it registered in your body. When mm. you get anxiety, you can feel it. It's physical. You actually feel it around your, you feel it in your chest. It's yeah. a physical thing. Our emotions are things. Our emotions are physically felt and held and transmuted and, and experienced in the body right. in a way that I don't think that we really appreciate when we're just like, I'm stressed or I'm sad or I'm, you know, I'm depressed. I'm right. I'm, and I'm not, I'm not negating these emotional states. They happen to us as humans, but to, it's not just a concept. It's not just a feeling. Can I just say very quickly that the, the notion body. of, right. The notion of uh, going back to this idea of the very advanced Westworld loop, the notion that many minus a select few have uh, are able to say, okay, what is occurring within myself so that I can either transcend, mature, advance, whatever word we want to use to induce a situation where next time around or over a period of time as things don't happen, you know, overnight. Um, but in some cases they might where the anxiety that you feel now, say, if you feel the same thing, you know, next Monday would be significantly less. There's none of that. There's none of how can we reduce that? It's just, here's the medication or here's the whatever and on your way. Yeah. And we are, we, uh, this is a, another conversation too, but the pharmaceutical industry has its hooks oh. back there. They have our, the, its hooks. And, I'll, I'll just say it right now. Us. If, there's, if there are crazy. reptilian, if there are reptilians, they're in the pharmaceutical industry. Seriously. And you know, okay. So this is, this is something that I do a little, a little exploration. I, I am fascinated by the body system and I am fascinated by what the purpose is of the pharmaceutical industry. And I used to be very, you know, um, I used to, you know, when I saw pharmaceutical, the word, I would see the, the harm right in there, like mm. PH, like PHAR in right. pharmaceuticals, P pharmaceuticals. Mm. I actually have changed my, and I do think they are harmful. I don't think we need them. Uh, I don't think we need pharmaceutical drugs. I think there's lots of natural fixes, very powerful natural fixes and things that you can do internally to actually write your body system. But what mm -hmm. I see it as is like pharma pseudo 
pharmaceuticals, like fakeness. I think the pharmaceutical industry, again, when I, when I talked yeah. about earlier, the technology is taking away our innate ability to do things. I think the human body system is a self-healing, self-correcting, self-writing ship. It's, right. it's, it's really good. It's really good at doing these things. Right. Um, unfortunately, modern life is designed to eradicate to that ability to completely, yeah. to make us sick. Modern life right. is designed to make us sick. Right. And we immediately turn to, well, you know, good parents take their kids to the doctor. We, we just, we think we're doing the right thing. Right. Been, we have been tricked into doing the wrong things and mm. not even realizing it. So we, we get the kids, I don't think kids should be ever be given these Tylenol, these anti fever, fever reducing drugs, because fevers are good. You, your body needs a fever to fight off infection. When we give it anti fever thing, it's, it's actually totally antithetical of what your body is designed to do. Right. Um, and yet we just give kids Tylenol and baby aspirin and things just, just like it's fever reducing drugs. Uh, that's just one element. Uh, we don't, we shouldn't be doing it. We don't need them, but we've been tricked into utilizing these seemingly harmless things mm. that are good for us and, and not realizing that it's actually taking away your body's ability to do something very, very important. So uh, every time you take a pill to do X, you're kind of, um, and I take multivitamins. So pff, I sound like the pot calling the kettle black, but, um, you know, I, I also don't take any pharmaceuticals and I haven't, right. in, you know, many, a long time because I, I have explored in many ways that different ways of living have actually cleared up certain things in my life that I thought that only pharmaceuticals could do. I'm yeah. actually a really big proponent of eating raw garlic. It doesn't make oh, your wow. breath smell very good. It makes you stink. But I've, I've gotten rid of um, an ear infection through that which mm -hmm. I thought previously in the past, I was like, the only way I can do this is for, through some powerful antibiotics, which right. used to be my truth on a lot of things. Like the only right. thing to do is like, some, you know, the, yeah, blast right. it with the antibiotics. But now I've realized that no, there's actually some powerful, 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 uh, a couple of cloves of raw garlic smashed, chew it up, swallow it whole. It, it, it is so painful. It burns so good. Like you feel it going to work. It's crazy. But do that a couple times a day for a couple of days a week and you will cure what ails you as far as it, it dry it, it wow. super it supercharges your body system if you feel a tickle in your throat coming on slam some slam some raw garlic it, it takes some wow. getting used to you, but um and all that to say even like aspirin even tylenol it's from the white willow tree it's mm -hmm. from nature it's actually it's not a wonder drug it's actually from right. uh, the bark of a tree you know right. so i think that we have been tricked into thinking that only the pharmaceutical only the drugs can make us better when in reality there's so many solutions inside of us and just here that um, we're blinded to, we're, we're taken away from, we're well, taken away from us. I, I couldn't agree more. And this has been a, an absolutely incredible and fantastic conversation. And, and I want to thank you so much for coming on. And I think we could probably go hours and hours and hours. So, <laughs> I think so. so without, so. Uh, with, without uh, before going, uh, before wrapping this up, if you could please let my audience know uh, both, this will be up for my members first and public a little bit later, uh, where and how you could be found, because I'm sure, I mean, it goes without saying, I, I, I think a good chunk of my audience, or I know they already know of you, but please, if you can let them know uh, whether your show or your Patreon, et cetera, et cetera. Yes. So if you want to dig into my brain, <laughs> Twitter is Twitter's there. Twitter is searchable. You can, I recommend any topic that in, in, interests you. Just go to my Twitter and do a search on my account with that topic and a whole smattering of things will come up. That's how I use my Twitter as um, an encyclopedia sometimes. I'm like, what did I think about this? <laughs> I'll go nice. type it in. It's right. actually pretty great indexing in that way. Uh, also, so that's at human vibration 
on Twitter, one word. Uh, on Instagram, it's kind of a different exploration. I've, I've been having a little bit more fun with stories. I think that that's been a really wonderful way to do more visual. So it's a more mm. visual approach versus words on Twitter, my words and my thoughts and kind of a catalog of ideas on Twitter. Insta is more visual. So that's at human vibration underscore Insta. And then um, Real Eyes Radio, Real Eyes Radio. Uh, I have to say that slow because it sounds like Real Eyes Radio. Well, so Real eyes radio um we have a couple of seasons out for free uh you can check those on all major platforms real eyes radio and if if you dig that we do me and my co-host rambo we do ongoing content uh regular episodes weekly plus all sorts of bonus episodes plus a discord community plus meetups all sorts of stuff we're actually having a meetup in london coming wow. up we've got a ton of people in london rambo's from london i'm heading there next week so lots going on real eyes radio on patreon uh, patreon.com at realize radio a couple of different membership levels lots of ways to contribute and or join in it's not a scare it's, you know yeah it's not it's just jump right in we've got a we've got a uh, it's a it's a beautifully um it's a wonderful community lots of discussions on, on um on the discord our discord's on fire it's so such a great community like 50 different topics all this stuff's explored it's very collaborative um anyway yeah that's how to find me and i just love this stuff i love these conversations i i could talk to you i would love to talk to you what will you come on realize radio as a guest yeah absolutely i'd be okay on. okay you. good yes, yeah, we could absolutely. continue this and maybe maybe I'll, I'll make you stay with me for an hour and a half or two hours on there sure. so absolutely okay. absolutely i'll so, schedule that with you okay awesome thank when you i get so back much. from when i get back from europe i'll uh i'll reach Perfect. out to you yeah if, if it's if you could stick around after the recording if that's all right just a couple awesome. things i wanted to thank you so much and to everyone watching or listening uh, we will catch all of you very very soon 